Hello, my name is Celia Bala, and welcome to the Sniff Station. In today's episode, we will talk about finding the perfect containers for our container candles. Nowadays, it's becoming more and more mainstream to distinguish the type of candles we are making and selling as business owners. Soy candles versus beeswax candles versus cocoa soy candles versus Paris soy blend. We also have pillar candles, candles in a jar, votive candles, tea lights, wax melts, which are essentially wickless candles, and the list goes on and on. When deciding to make container candles, one of the key things a candle maker will need to decide on is what type of container to use. Most beginner candle makers settle for what is currently used out there. Mason or canning jars, straight-sided jars, aluminum tins, ceramics, and sometimes wood. While they are inherent in the choices we make when it comes to selecting the type of containers we work with, it is not quite obvious to some. So today, we are sharing some of the factors to consider when you are faced with this type of decision. Number 1. Shape When choosing containers, keep the customer in mind. You want them to have a good experience when using your products and to do that, wide-mouthed containers with a stable base are the containers of choice. You will also want to ensure that the candle burns safely all the way through to the bottom evenly. Avoid containers that have wide openings but narrow bases. No matter how cute or eye-catching they may be, what this will do to the heat generated by the burning candle is concentrate the heat in smaller and smaller space and hence your container can get really really hot to touch and it may even crack in the case of glass containers. The key is wide opening with a wide stable base. Number 2. Material type and flammability. At the risk of stating the obvious, a burning candle gets really hot so a container that can withstand high heat is what we are going for here. Let's tackle the one we like least first. Wood. It is a material that can potentially withstand a certain degree of heat, but when it reaches a certain temperature, it becomes flammable. Even while some are treated to make it less so, it's still a risky container type. This is why it is our least favorite container. Another material type is glass. Glass conducts heat, but it is less flammable than wood and can withstand higher temperatures. This makes it a good container type for candles. However, they can break or crack, which can lead to hot wax leaks or spills, so be sure to purchase the thick-walled glass jars. And last but not least, aluminum tin. Tin, like glass, can conduct and withstand high heat and is less flammable. It does not break, 
but can be really hot to touch with a melted wax pool. Ceramics are okay to use too, as long as they are properly sealed. Number three, cost. Once you identify the type of container you would want to use for your candle business, evaluate the costs associated with this type of container. Review the supplier's shipping and handling costs, as well as price breaks for bulk purchases. Oftentimes, buying in bulk is best. Cost comes into play when you are calculating your COGS, or cost of goods, and you are taking it into consideration in coming up with a retail price for your products. Keeping costs low while having a container with good quality goes a long way. Number four, supplier location and reliability. Where a supplier is located and how long they have been in the business is a good thing to know as a candle maker. You want to know that they have a good established reputation and the closer they are to the location where you will be making the candles, the better because the shipping fee will be lower than when you are ordering from a supplier that's on the other side of the country. Besides, transit time is much better when you have a supplier that's closer to where you are, and this becomes critical during the winter months. Also, take stock of the supplier's customer service and return policy. Are they easy to work with? Do they treat small business owners with respect? Are they willing to replace broken or damaged containers during shipping? Smart suppliers know that as you build your business and scale, you will want to keep using the same suppliers who treat you well as a small business. One more note about suppliers, you should always have a primary and a backup supplier. Sometimes your primary supplier may run out of stock of your usual containers or they may go out of business and having a backup supplier who can provide you with the same containers in a pinch is important in keeping your business going. Number 5. Ease of placing product and safety labels. Although secondary to selecting the type of container to use, where to place product and safety labels should be considered when making the decision. Check to see if your containers have smooth or rough edges. Also, check how big or small of a label you can use. How cost effective can you make these labels so they fit your containers perfectly? Keep in mind when ordering labels from a vendor, it is more often more cost-effective to start with standard size templates they have rather than creating custom sizes. So choose your container shape and size wisely. And the last factor to consider is weight and its impact on shipping. Consider how much the empty container weighs and how much it weighs with the wax. Wood and glass tend to weigh more when empty when compared with aluminum tins. Weight becomes important when shipping finished products to customers. You have to take into consideration not only the container with the wax, 
but also the box that you will be using to mail the product, the fillers, and foam or other types of material to wrap your product in to keep it in good condition during transit. Do you also want to include product inserts or freebies? Shipping can become costly and these little additions to the package being sent to the customer will add up and all starts with what your finished product weighs. And there you have it. The factors to consider when selecting the containers for your candle business. They are container shape, material type and flammability, cost, supplier location and reliability, ease of placing product and safety labels, and weight and shipping. With all these factors considered, remember to test before selling your products. Testing is the key to confidence in the products you are selling to customers. And happy customers are repeat customers. And repeat customers are good for the business. We hope that this has been very helpful. If you have any questions or comments about what we had shared today, or if you have a topic you would like discussed at one of our upcoming episodes, feel free to email us at info at shopgreenpapaya.com. We may even answer some of the questions in a future episode. To learn more about our products, visit www.shopgreenpapaya.com. Thank you, and until next time.